Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Oklahoma Life. My name is Brandon Hines, and across from me is my lovely wife. Hey y'all. Vanessa Hines. And uh, today we are doing another late night podcast after all the babies are asleep and all Story the good stuff. Story of our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we may sound a little tired because we are. Um, <laughs> it's kind of how life works nowadays. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll lead off with the uh, traditional, hey, go check out our Patreon. It'd be super helpful. Patreon.com slash Oklahoma Life. And we're going to go ahead and jump straight into this week's episode where we're going to talk about house hunting in general. You know, we've had, we're on our third house now, and by no means when I say we're an expert, um, but we have kind of ran the entire spectrum now and, you know, found out more about, you know, each level of housing setup that you can kind of get. So, Vanessa, lead off on our, our first house. Tell us about, uh, you know, how all that came to be and what we had and how we chose it and so on and so forth. Okay, so... Our first house was we bought about a year after you got back from Afghanistan. So we'd been married about two years at that point. And our apartment lease was coming up in a couple months. And so we thought, you know, let's buy a house. And you had heard that um, your friend's brother, you know, this is before we got close to Sean. Right. And your friend's brother was selling houses in Owasso, and so we came to take a look and... See what he had to offer, yeah. Yeah, see what he was doing, see what was going on, and mm-hmm. um, we liked him, and... So, Sean, he worked for a... Um, basically, it's new home sales that was more cookie-cutter style. Yeah, So, right. for our first house, you know, it was a really good idea that we were looking into, Um you know, they're, they're basically the ones where the entire neighborhood is owned by one or two uh, developers, and right. all the houses have, you know, five, six, eight, you know, plans. Four plans, yeah. yeah. And you can choose colors. And There's a little that. bit of variety, but yeah. not much. I mean, the whole right. neighborhood basically looks the same. Right, exactly. But it was a good stepping stone. Absolutely. And I really liked that we got to choose, mm-hmm. you know, what stain our cabinets were going to be and right. whether we wanted granite or because at the time granite was an upgrade now it's pretty standard but right so let's talk about actually choosing a floor plan because that's one thing that houses have flows and really depending on what you're planning to do in that house really needs to have a kind of flow to what you're going to be doing hate to use the same word twice (laughs) um but like the first house we really looking at um, it wasn't necessarily, oh, when we have kids, you know, it right. was more of a, um, you know, how are we going to use this space? And we chose one that I would call shotgun style, which means um, it's just there's a left side and a right side of the house. And the left side was you walk in, you had the uh, living room straight into the kitchen, straight into the dining room. Right. And then on the opposite side, which is just another straight shot again, was you'd have the garage, and then you'd go through a door on the garage, you'd have bedroom one, bedroom two, bedroom three kind of thing. Right. Um, so that design was a really cool idea for us because we were really heavily focused on, um, you know, hosting, you know, family events and Right, and we entertained like that. every month. Now, yeah. we didn't before we moved into the house. Right. But once we moved into the house, it was very functional for having family over. I mean, we could... 
not quite comfortably, but we could fit about 30 people. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and still, you know, mm-hmm. be able to walk around. <laughs> right. And that's the thing is that with the living room being kind of one long shot and then the uh, kitchen. The kitchen and dining being connected. Yeah. And there and was no dividers. Yeah. Yeah. And so the dining room was like a completely separate. It was it was not a separate space, but it was a completely additional space rather than right. there being like a little nook. Yeah. of you know 10 square feet maybe yeah. in the inside the kitchen space it was like kitchen space was here and then so i don't attached. remember how long it was but the kitchen was basically 25 maybe feet long yeah, from from like where that. the the little separator was to the back wall yeah and it was probably um 12 or 14 feet wide something like that yeah. So it was a pretty good size space and then the living room basically mirrored that except for a little bit shorter it was probably um, fourteen by fourteen or something like that. Yeah, maybe a little bigger. I actually, I think probably was, bigger. I think yeah. our bedroom was like fourteen by fourteen. Yeah, I think so. the living room was longer. So what did we end up doing was, um, when we were choosing the floor plan, we were like, okay, you know, what are we going to use it for? And the first thing we came up with is like, oh, we'd love to have these events, and this is yeah. a great way to do it because you don't have to worry about our bedrooms. You don't have to walk past right. this. You don't have to walk past this. Literally, it all self-contains over here on this side, which is right. pretty cool. Right. Um. So we get with Sean, and we, we finally decide on which floor plan, because there were several to choose from. And when you're buying a new house like that, they send you to a design studio, right. is what you were talking about. Yeah. And so there we got to go and pick all the tile and all the wall colors and the trim color and the cabinet colors. And mm-hmm. and the, the styles and the thickness of this. and. You know, it's, it's all cosmetic mm-hmm. things, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and at that time, we were actually able to change a few design features. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when we were going to buy was a time that they were in the middle of switching the floor plan from just a few changes. Like, mm-hmm. one wall went from being square to being, you know, angled. And um, the, the wall that separated more the kitchen and the living room, mm-hmm. which added a cabinet... They removed that and turned it into a bar top. So right. we were able to just go with like the original floor plan. Right, we retrofit it, yeah. Yeah, and then we changed, I changed the way the laundry room door swung out mm-hmm. <laughs> because they had them both coming into the laundry room and I thought, well, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. how am I going to use the laundry room right, if right. both doors are swinging into it? That doesn't seem yeah. very Yeah, so the practical. laundry room was between the like garage and, and then the hallway went, yeah, and yeah. You, yeah right exactly right and so you know just some small things like that and then you know you could upgrade whether you wanted ceiling fans in every room and if you wanted mm-hmm. uh, right i don't know just you know lighting and so once it like was that. once it was all said and done um and we kind of got moved in you know we, we started realizing okay you know, these are the things we like, and these are the things we don't like. And we lived in that house for three years? Four years. Four years. Um, and in four years, you know, we didn't have a huge number of changes. You know, we had Zoe move in and stuff like that with us, and then we didn't have any of the kids over there. We did, you know, uh, we were pregnant when we were there. Or she was yeah. pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I was very pregnant while we were there. <laughs> right. So before we actually, um, you know, moved out of there, we didn't have any major life changes itself. So what do you think was the best part of that style of house? What did you like? Oh, you know what? This is my favorite part. You know, I think it's probably, it was probably the kitchen and dining room. I need to sneeze. Right. (laughs) 
Bless you. <coughs> oh, look at you go. And there's another one. <coughs> Our children sneeze just like that. And <laughs> they do. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was definitely the the kitchen and dining room. I loved the space of of those two rooms. Right. Um. Just the way they flowed and how we could fit things in there and right. make things work. It was very good for entertaining. And, I mean, the other rooms were fine. Yeah. I mean, they weren't bad. I mean, they were smaller. Not small, small, but they were smaller. Um, so I Our think, bedroom was pretty big. Yeah. I think if we would have stayed in that house, it would have been fine for, for a small family. I don't think there would have been any issue in that. Because, I agree. you know, with the size of the living room and the size of the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. Because we could expand. And, for sure. You know, I had that, um, like, four by eight table that would fit in the kitchen without any trouble at yeah. all. We still had a whole lot of room. Yeah. Um, so then from there, you know, we get moved over to Arkansas and we go house hunting in a very, very short time frame. I mean, we had... Well, we, I mean, we found our house before we moved. Yeah, yeah. But it was very, very short time frame it was. looking because... It was just a couple months. Houses freaking sell over there. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we just had a hard time. You know, we wanted, we were moving. You were going to be, well, we thought at the time you were going to be in Fayetteville. Right. And so we were looking. I really like that design we had put together when we were looking at that. Yeah, yeah. We we had originally looked in a town called Farmington, and then we had talked to a builder about building a house, and we had a really great floor plan. Mm -hmm. And then your restaurant got switched to Rogers, right? And so then they said, "Oh, well, we don't build there. We don't have anywhere up there that we build." And we didn't want to live 45 minutes from your store. And then looking at houses, trying to get a house in our price range was just Im- nearly impossible right. because everybody's looking in that price range. Yep. And, you know, the under two, well, we wanted to stay like under 180. Yeah. We barely and, made that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so we found, I remember finding, I think, one other house yeah. that was in our price range that was about 10 minutes closer than our other house mm-hmm. would have been. And, it uh, it barely had a yard, and we had two dogs right. at the time. So, so let's talk about what we were looking for in that next house, because we kind of had, had a general plan, because we were pregnant with twins, and we knew it was going on. Right. So we wanted a generalized open floor plan, right? Like, that, yeah, was, that was the wanted, first thing. Yeah, so the other house that we had looked at had, you walked in to the living room, and then off to the left were the bedrooms, and then off to the right, through the living room, right. was the dining room, and then the kitchen. Yeah, it was like a horseshoe shape yeah, to get it in the was, kitchen. Yeah, it was strange. And so, you know, I just, I felt like it would be really awkward yeah. for us and to try to wrangle kids around and things like that. And so, I thought yeah. this one's not going to work. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been bad, though, if... The kitchen was open to see the living room. Right. But if you're in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, if there was an open wall or something, yeah. it would have been fine probably. Right. And it literally just cut off everything contact. Yeah. You could see the dining room, but the dining room went straight to like windows. Well, but barely. Yeah. yeah you, I mean, you could barely see it. So yeah. then we looked at the house that we bought. Yeah. And it had, it was very open the kitchen, dining room, and living room were mm-hmm. all, you know, I could stand at the sink and see the backyard through down the hall into the living room and right. the dining room, obviously, because they're right there. And so that 
that was actually one of the key things that made us buy that house was yeah. how much I could see from the kitchen sink because yeah. I knew I was going to be spending a lot of time at the kitchen sink. So this is where, <clears throat> you know, the first house we had, we really didn't have any issues, like, you know, physically. There were a few cracks and settling and things like that. Well, there was that issue with the siding in the back. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So we can get into that with, with house issues. This yeah. one... So we liked the design of it. We liked the layout. Had a lot of windows. You know, had yes, good had sight lines within the the rooms. But we did not spend enough time thinking about operationally how it would work out. Right. Right. Um, it had a lot of dead space. There was a lot of dead space, and then like, you know, the builders. Um, you know, I'm not going to name a name on it because, uh, you know, I don't want to cause too much stir for them because they pretty much just sucked um number one the house right next door is the exact same layout Mm -hmm. and all of the dimensions were different because i don't think it was like oh they're different because we did it on purpose like i think it was different because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing yeah you know because our plumbing was in weird places like it came up um, through the floor in the bathroom rather than coming out of like the wall section it was coming up like in the front of the sink in the kitchen right. rather than like towards the back where the sink well, was and the frame the one of the big problems in that house was the laundry room absolutely yeah. the laundry room door couldn't be opened yeah if you put a washer dryer in there with a washer and dryer yeah in there. so it was an in, it was a like if you're walking towards it towards into the laundry room it opened away from you into that room but it was probably, and I'm not overestimating, I don't think, I think it was probably about five feet deep for the room itself. Maybe six feet at max. Are you kidding? You think it was more or less? No, it was like four feet. It was, yeah, there maybe. was, there was about 18 inches. There was enough room for the door to swing open right. and hit the wall from like yeah. the washing machine. And then for wide, it was literally. Uh, washer dryer wide plus you could have about six inches i think is what it allowed total because it's like two inches on each side and then there's like oh, a little gap yeah. yeah i guess maybe yeah so <laughs> um so we found I mean, pretty it, quickly it basically should have been a closet right yeah and with like folding doors or something yeah. i mean they yeah they, they just didn't plan it out very well and because of that you know we we first tried getting the washer and dryer in there and we couldn't because if you open the door into the room, you wouldn't be able to shut the door with getting a washer and dryer in there. So moving in, we had to remove the door and leave it off. I think it's still currently in the attic, probably, I would guess. Probably. Um, Because you literally, it was just impossible to use. Especially when you're giantly pregnant. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is that unless you are aware of issues like that, you don't know to look for them. Right. You know, because like we didn't assume that that would be an issue. We're like, okay, yeah, it's a laundry room. Okay, cool. But then... Obviously, putting it into practice is a whole different ball game. Right. You know, it's kind of like if you buy a car that had a really bad transmission on your next car, you're going to be all like, tell me about the transmission. Right. Um, you know, so we get that. And then the other issue I ran into, I, I think personally, that I, I didn't really like um, was the floors themselves were, you know, they were, I don't want to say hardwood because they're not hardwood, but they were. They were laminate. Wood faux laminate. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But they were laminate. They were really, really cheap, and it looked nice. And because nothing had ever been done to them, you know, you wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, like, oh yeah, these are these are crappy floors." Yeah. By looking at them, they didn't hold up very well. At and all. Yeah. They, you know, 
the comment that the inspector, when we went to sell the house, yeah. was that the floors had been mopped too wet, which I disagree with. Yeah, because we never actually like wet, wet mopped it. Like, yeah, I mean, I never soaked them or anything. Yeah, I mean, know, I used, used the crosswave, but that barely puts any, I mean. Yeah, it literally it, is a vacuum with a brush on the front. Yeah, and I mean, it puts water down, but it doesn't like inject it. Right. And it it's it's actually drier than when I used to try to mop it. So. Right, exactly. You know, and then the uh, the other side of floors like that, you know, is that they bowed up real easy. Um, you know, we had the issues where, like, you would see the separation start to happen, and they'd get scratched super easily. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah, I mean, they got scratched when we moved in yeah. with the refrigerator. They got scratched, I don't know, because, like, Layla and Harley's claws scratched yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah, at first, yeah. And, um... So the issue is is that when you're looking at a house and you don't know what the floor is actually made out of, you know, I would research that pretty heavily because, like, tile, cool. You can't really do a whole lot about it. Carpet, you know, really the carpet itself doesn't matter. It's the padding underneath that matters. You know, an 8-pound or 10-pound or 14-pound. I mean, or the carpet does foam. matter. Well, yeah, but what matters more is what's underneath it. I Yeah, for sure. You know, and but when it comes down to the, the faux wood, you know, cheap does not last. I mean, it no, started it coming up. In... It shouldn't be in a freaking kitchen. Like, no, what no, on no. earth were they yeah. thinking putting it in a kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's not waterproof. It doesn't no. allow for anything. You know, so the, the dishwasher we had was super cheap as well, which, you know, it's, it's a free appliance or it's... whatever. Yeah. You know, but it leaked really easily. So within no time, you know, we started getting bubbles around where, well, it was um, after a year. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it was after the warranty, of course. Right, of course. So we, we find out pretty quickly that the things we dislike um, are all builder-related. So not knowing who the builder is or having any kind of background on it and how many houses they built, and we just kind of jumped into it, really is what kind of screwed us on that. Because, like, with Simmons, which was who the first home builder was, they built hundreds of houses, you know. Oh, thousands. Well, I'm sure. just saying near us at that yeah. point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like the city is full of Simmons houses, so yeah. they've done enough of them where, you know, most of those simple things are fixed. Now, right. you know, like she was talking about our back uh, yard, you know, there's uh, siding in there, and there's two types. There's um, kind of the vertical boards that are just, um, you know, basically four by eight sheets that are drilled in. Right. We had a lot of issues with those because they weren't sealed properly and all kinds of stuff. So Yeah, so ours wasn't sealed properly, and then it ended up rotting out. Yeah. And because it kind of collected water at the bottom of them, right, and then right. that water would like suck up. And I think that was actually, a, I think a few people had that problem. Right. right. And so. And, and that's the downside <clears throat> of the mass building of the houses. But luckily, you know, your dad was able to help out, and they had hardy siding that they do, and they, they hooked up and fixed it and all that. Yeah, yeah. But even then, you know, that I would say is a small issue in comparison to all of the stuff we ran into the other house because it was yeah. really quick that we started having those issues. Well, you know, the other house, the the cabinetry was this beautiful, knotty, oh, yeah. cherry. House number two, let's call it that. Yeah, house number two, Arkansas house. It had this beautiful, knotty, cherry cabinetry. Mm -hmm. Custom, gorgeous. They put shelves in upside down that you can't remove. Yep, that. <laughs> and then the 
it wasn't screwed into the wall. It was oh, yeah. barely stapled. Quite literally, it was stapled into the wall. So the cabinets were just in there, and then and like the drawers. Yeah, I was gonna that say were drawer supporting runners. heavy things. Yep. You know, it were stapled in, yeah. and and then the facings of several of the drawers came off, and you had to re-screw mm-hmm. those on, and you know, it just. It so was just it's crazy to me really how nice they would cabinets that these... were again super super cheap. So they built yeah. this house. They sold it to us for like 170 some odd thousand, 174 or something. Uh, I think it was 162. Sure, 160 thousand um, dollars. But it was built, you know, significantly cheaper than the house that we actually had in in Owasso because the first house that we had. I think it was like 130 some odd, right? 133 or 135 or something. Like 138. 138. So, you know, for 40,000 more dollars, you know, we did not get the equivalent of $40,000, you know, in a different area. No, but it was a different market. Yeah, but it was also a a small town that only had 5,000 or 8,000 people in it versus a, you know, major suburb in a brand new house. So you would expect that line removed should have actually saved us money yeah you know because property value and what have you yeah so it really kind of screwed us on that house and so we we kind of went to work on upgrades and we didn't upgrade a whole lot um the inside of the house you know we we pretty much left 90 percent the same um 95 probably yeah and then uh you know we we put all the work basically into the outside so it didn't have any trees. The backyard didn't have grass. You know, yeah. it didn't have sod. It wasn't even seeded for us. No, it was. Was it? But it rained. They didn't. Mm. They didn't. You know, Till. poke it into the ground yeah. at all. They just threw some seed out there, and I, I don't know, fairly haphazardly, it seemed like. I'd say pretty haphazardly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it rained, and so it all went to the corner yeah. of the yard. Right. So then, the next year, I had the yard tilled, oh, and yeah, then. That was fun spread some seed no, did i spread seed yeah. i don't even remember yeah we if did i did yes okay yeah well and then it rained for four days yep <laughs> right and then the guy that had tilled for us brought in new weeds yeah so, right, because he had it was yeah. like hay yeah we had hay so growing. we had like, different what? weeds and so that was fun i guess hay is the after effect it was like wheat is what it actually was yeah, yeah. um and so then then I think it, I guess it was later that year we planted six trees. I yeah. got I got a really I got awesome deals on clearance trees at Lowe's and Home Depot, and so I paid I think less than a hundred dollars for six trees total. Yeah. So she shows up and she goes, "Hey, can you plant six trees?" <laughs> what? Luckily, you love me. Yeah. So <laughs> we we put in six different trees in the outside, and then the garden bed out front. Um, was pretty much just trash in reality. Yeah, it know? was. It was not level. It yeah. was not well, done very well. It they planted like a foot and a half. Yeah, two feet almost. and they had planted a bunch of. This was a west facing bed, and they planted a bunch of part sun or part shade plants, which those need three to six hours a day of sun, and yeah, they, were they were getting, not getting way yeah. more than that. Yeah. And so they were not thriving, and so I just ended up pulling them all up yeah. and. Replacing them once you fixed mm-hmm. the garden bed. Yeah. So I put in the paving stones and did that. And then, um, you know, we also had the issues with the uh, entire front um, walkway and stuff cracking because these guys didn't put stress, you know, lines in it. You know, I had to tell them whenever you're we building, like, hey, guys, like, this is all going to crack. It's already cracking because when you're putting in concrete, 
You can't just do one giant slab for your entire walkway and your actual driveway and, you know, leading up into the front and everything else. So, you know, they drilled it out, but even, or not drilled, uh, sawed it out, but even then it still had cracks and things happening. So, right. so we found out pretty rapidly that if you don't go and research the builder that's building houses or what have you, because we didn't actually get to plan anything on this one. Oh, we forgot about the colors. Uh, oh. <laughs> we didn't really plan anything on this house. They, they had already built it. Yeah, and it, it was, was already done. Go. So at the surface level, it looked great. But, you know, one inch deep, it started to become crap. Right. Um, same thing with like, so when we <laughs> when we were getting ready to uh, um, figure out if we wanted it or not, you know, we walk into the house and we, we look at it and we're like, okay, we love the design. We love the layout. Why are all the walls and ceilings pink? Yeah, they it was were like an orangey pink. ugly pink they were terrible the looking. ceilings not the ceilings the ceiling was white oh yeah that's right the ceilings yeah, were which white. i yeah. which i yeah, really yeah. liked but yeah the the actual color compared to the photos online were yeah. not the same yeah it was like an i don't want to call it like salmony pink it was but like it was kind of yeah yeah it was very fleshy yeah which is weird yeah and House so so part of our offer was for them to repaint yeah so, so we have them do that yeah so we picked this paint and we go in and we look after it's done. Yeah. And now the house looks purple. Yeah. So we, and there we are took so the... many spots that oh, weren't yeah. done. So they had to go back and redo it. Right. The, so the paint we got was actually it's just a super neutral, like tannish, you know, um, beige or whatever you want to call right. it. We weren't looking for anything crazy. We weren't like, oh, paint the walls blue. We were like, just we want neutral, man. Like that's all we want is neutral. So, yeah, so they paint it, and on first inspection, it looks okay, but wherever the sun is hitting, the direct sunlight is what is actually causing the, the, the purple to show up. Right. You know, while it was dark, like, oh, yeah, it looks fine, but as soon as any kind of light hit it, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, all right, so this is purple. So the second time comes around, and then, um, you know, the garage door opener after that, I remembered as well, we had an issue with, because it was some... Um, super random brand that we couldn't even find online is like a contractor only cheap ass garage door opener. Yeah. Um, that I had don't issues. Think the keypad ever worked. Keypad basically never worked, and then the uh, uh, belt broke on it in a matter of like oh, three right. months or something. Yeah. You know, and like it wouldn't be so bad, but I really think that house, once you look at the build quality on it, was probably worth like hundred thousand dollars maybe because i mean you're getting land which is awesome land is a huge portion of that there was a lot of brickwork on the outside which was nice yeah but everything on the inside was just crap so it's literally like you know throwing a a giant bag of manure inside a ferrari you know (laughs) it's like it looks great on the outside but still a bag of shit on the inside yeah you know and that's kind (laughs) of what we ran into so you know when we were looking at moving back to oklahoma House number three became the next thing, which is the Owasso house where we live now. And, um, you know, we, we looked at several houses, and this is uh, where the house yeah. hunting... I now, looked at like 10 yeah. or 15 houses. And, I don't even... And at this point, we have experience. We have an idea <laughs> of what we might like. Uh, we know what we're looking for mostly. And, you know, kind of run through what your expectations were. You were like, I have to have these things. What were they? Do you remember? Ooh, uh... I wanted walls. more. I, <laughs> yeah, I wanted walls. Um, you know, I wanted more yard space. I wanted yard space for sure. I didn't want to be on a tiny postage stamp like we were in the first house. Yeah. And then 
honestly, it just ended up coming down to a feeling. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, we we used a realtor here in town, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Nielsen. Shout out to Joe. Um, hey, buddy. <laughs> and he, poor Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, luckily, he's a night owl like me. So if I ever texted him late, he was awake and I wasn't waking him up. Yeah. But um, I think I'm probably a pretty high maintenance person mm-hmm. when it came to that because I knew what I was and wasn't looking for and I had the time to look. And so, I mean, I was just sending him listing after listing. Hey, I want to look at this one. Hey, let's set up this one, this one, this one. I'm going to come to town these days. Can we go hit all, you know, five of these houses? And so, I mean, poor thing just bared with me through the whole Mm -hmm. thing. And I had to come down without you. Yep. All but I think once. (laughs) Yeah. And so I went to look at lots of houses and... Uh, there was, out of all 10 or 15 or however many houses, there were only two that I ever ever felt like were home. Sure. And the first one was in Tulsa, and mm. it had some foundation issues. I think that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. And so the, like the, the living room, and the living room, the bedroom, the master bedroom floor, was not level. Yeah, so you could you, physically see it. Yeah, you move. could see it and you could feel it. Um, you know, you would walk and it was over the garage like so, you know, the exact spot that we saw outside that had a problem, you could feel it in the room that was upstairs. So, we had made an offer on that one at about $15,000 less than their asking mm, price. I was going to say I think it was more than that. <sighs> And they want like 160. We offered like 140. 145. Okay. Yeah. And then they came back with like, they went, they came off their price like two or three thousand dollars. And I said, okay, they don't really want to sell it that right. badly. Like, they're, yeah, because you know. the other thing though, when you're looking at a house that has foundation issues, like, there's not really a cheap fix. You can cheap fix it, but it's just a band aid on it, you know? Well, and then, you know, how much more down the line? how much more work down the line are you going to have to do to how much is it going to keep having problems once you fix it is that going to fix the problem or is it going to you know be another issue later Mm -hmm. and so i had really hoped that one would work out but i knew they were not that you know they weren't that desperate to sell it right which i understood you know they didn't want to take a loss on it sure um i think he ended up selling it because i kept an eye on it i think he ended up selling it for what he bought it for you know, a few years yeah, ago. So you just so, had to pay the realtor and call it good. Yeah. So, I mean, that stinks. But, yeah. um, you know, another thing about houses in Tulsa versus Owasso that we looked at was that the value never really increased in Tulsa. Right. So, you know, you would pay down your mortgage over time, but... You get back whatever yeah, you Yeah, you just get back yeah. what you bought it for. And so that's something that I do like about Owasso and a lot of suburbs in general yeah. is that the value is constantly increasing, even if it's just a tiny bit. You know, that can make all the difference when you're going to sell your house. For sure. So this house that we ended up, you know, deciding on was, um, again, it came back down to feel. And location was a huge part of it as well. For sure. Um, And size and functionality. I mean, there were a lot of things, you know. Right. There there were a lot of things that we ended up getting out of this house that I didn't expect to get out of. You know, I did not expect to have a house with 
laminate countertops. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you so, know, the, 1970s cabinets. I was going to say, so let's revamp what this this house is. So this house is built in the 70s, 72. Yes. Yeah, um, and this house actually didn't have any photos online. This was a very last-minute option, and it popped up the day that we happened to be in town together mm-hmm. looking at houses, and I said, hey, let's go look at yeah, this house. Just and because you said, of the location, yeah. It doesn't have any pictures on. Right. I don't know. And I said, let's just go look. I mean, what's the worst that'll happen? You said, okay. So we came to look, and we were one of two, I think, showings that yeah. they had had that same day as they listed it. And it didn't have pictures yet because they were still in the process of doing some like renovations, renovations, yeah. some carpet and paint and things like that. Right, so let's jump into this a little bit more then. So the house itself, um, it's a two-story, you know, with two bedrooms up, two bedrooms down, and then, you know, when you walk in, you have, you know, the stairs ahead of you, and then kitchen, dining, uh, living room on one side, two bedrooms on the left, and then upstairs are just two bedrooms. Right. And uh, as we're, you know, kind of walking around and getting a feel for it, you know, the, the bathrooms are 100% newly renovated. Um, uh, they're not newly renovated. Uh, I would say... They're updated. They've been updated the since 1972. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the floors are all new. The carpet was like, hey, we're putting in new carpet, but, you know, before you actually sell it, and we yeah. got this. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that had, had been done, and they've been updating it, and, and did a pretty good job with it. I mean, most of the stuff looks pretty solid. There's no real issues. Um, but the thing that I think really sold me on it was when you're walking the house and taking a look, um, there were no foundational issues that we could tell. There was no crack in the brickwork, no repair work done. Right. Like it was built solid. And then, you know, so we go to put an offer on it and we have a guy come out and, uh, they, they do the full, you know, electrical and plumbing and they check, you know, pretty much everything. And when the foundation stuff, they walks in, you know, the guy's basically like, yeah, no, this this house is, you know, rock solid. Like, it's not, nothing's going to happen to this thing. Right. You know, so having a super solid house that way, number one, is awesome. Number two, our first house is we didn't really modify interior at all because I think it's because it's like, oh, this is a brand new house. We don't really want to screw it up, I guess. I don't know what the real <laughs> theme of it Maybe, was. Maybe, yeah. Um, well, and you know, we had chosen colors, very, very neutral colors, yeah. but we had chosen colors that, you know, were just easy and pleasing. Right. And then, I mean, this, and this one was painted neutral. a pleasing yeah. neutral color as well, but we wanted to give it some extra character. Right. So you got the bedrooms painted and we did all that kind of stuff once we actually got it and moved in, you know, but you know, like the kitchen has to be updated. You know, it's literally 1970 special, man. We it's, got a plate starting, rack up top. It's starting to come apart. Yeah. It's not, it's, I don't think it's going to last five years. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, now we have the opportunity to be like, okay, cool. We can actually modify and not feel bad about it. Cause when you have like super nice cabinets that are, you know, even though they're shittily put in and shittily put together, they still look good on the outside. Right. And they still function. Yeah, exactly. So with these, they don't really look good on the outside, and the functionality is not really there, so we still need to do some work to it. Um, so that's where you know this next lineup is, is that we bought this one because it had great bones, great structure, and the ability to now modify and make it what we want early on or however long it takes. So it's just an interesting kind of run-through. So 
What advice do you give to people looking at houses from the experiences we've had from the start to where we are now? What What are you thinking? You know, I really, I really tell people that are looking that you'll know when it's the right one. Because I've had so many people that have said, you know, they walk in and they're, they're just talking about the different houses they've looked mm-hmm. at and, you know, how much they did or didn't like it or whatever. And I've, I've told them, I'm like, you're going to know it's going to feel right. Sure. You know, if it doesn't feel right, then it's not the right one. So what, what do you think is um, like an underrated thing that, you know, is, is worth more than, than what it's usually listed as? Like, you know, we have these double closets in this room that are connected all the way across. So it's actually like a 14 foot wide closet or something stupid. What, or is there anything that stands out like, you know what, this we've gotten more use out of than I anticipated? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I would say covered back patios. I really, I really like having a covered back patio mm-hmm. that is functional. So um, this one we actually need to do some work on. Yeah, a little bit of leveling on it. Yeah. yeah, we need to raise it up and I'd like to extend it. They put in paver stones but they're above the grade of the patio. Right. So you can't really sweep out the patio. Right. You have to sweep it up. And it just, and so water pools there. And really, the yard needs to be regraded. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of stuff needs to happen. Poison ivy still needs to be removed yeah, and right. killed. <laughs> um, and, you know, I really want to put in as much garden space as possible yeah. and, and grow as much food as possible. Sure. Because. I just, I really enjoy that and, you know. Mm-hmm. Homesteading. Yeah. Um, I would say the one thing that stands out to me is the, um, you know, thing that we have now that I didn't realize I wanted was the, we have, so we have, you know, the two garage doors up front. Um, nothing mm-hmm. too crazy there. But then we have a pass-through that you have a door into the house and then we have a door to the backyard. Oh, yeah. I've, I've always wanted one and we've never had one and I love it. I never really cared to have one or not. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, oh, my God, this is so freaking useful. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you don't have to actually come into the house if you have, you know, muddy shoes. You can take them off in the garage and not have to worry about trying mm-hmm. to leave them outside or leave them out of the front right. porch or back porch. Well, or... and it's nice that it goes directly to the backyard. Well, it actually goes out onto the back patio. Right. So something else that we had talked about it just, you know, at one point was possibly enclosing the back patio mm-hmm. into like a sunroom kind of thing. But then, you know, you, you mentioned that, right? that you kind of lose that door mm-hmm. uh, option. And so, yeah, I mean, I really I've always wanted one. You know, I had my grandmother's house had one, but it came out to the side yard. And so I love that this one just goes directly onto the back patio Right, because it's covered, and so it's just it's just a cool little spot. So, what do you think is the the one thing that you know you didn't realize that you were gonna hate when you got in here? Because you're like, this is the house, cool, <laughs> right? But what's like, God damn it, I can't believe I took that. Um, oh, let's see. I really like the soaker tub in the downstairs bathroom. Yeah, so do That's I. really nice. Um. The the insulation. That's, yeah, we didn't even have to think about looking at it. Lo- yeah. Well, no, they told us that it was lower than right than it should be, but I didn't know how much of an effect that was going to have on yeah things yeah, electric bills <laughs> like electric bills, and yep. so you know, getting 
uh, there's I feel like we could immediately put about 10 grand into the house doing mm-hmm. things between insulation regrading the yard to where it flows properly and doesn't collect water because uh, part of that is probably because they had the pool here mm-hmm. they had an above ground pool and so that left behind some sand but it also left behind some low spots where you know just traffic and stuff right and then the um you know the insulation so the insulation the yard the patio the driveway is all torn up Mm -hmm. and um see for me the the things that really stand out that i just at this point i like i'll be fine when we moved in but now i'm like god that sucks is the upstairs bedrooms they have window units to supplement the ac we have ac up there but it's not strong enough. Well, because there's only one AC unit right. for we the should whole have house. Two. Right. And yeah, so there should be two. F- there should be one downstairs and one upstairs. Yeah. And so those are, I think they just, I don't know if they just need to be cleaned or charged. Yeah. I don't know if I should call the warranty or if I should just try cleaning them, but I just don't have time because babies. Right. <laughs> well, the thing about it though is that like you walk up there and it's super hot and like, yes. unless you're going to be staying up there, you don't turn it on. But if you just need to go up there and change or whatever, right. it's you're still like effing hot here yeah. in the summer. It's like, God dang it, man. Well, and the walls in the hallway are hot and yeah. And getting insulation up there should help with sure. that. Right, and we can fix it. I'm just saying is that, you know, yeah, not realizing it now. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the hallway is significantly hotter than the bedrooms. Oh, for sure, I yeah. Mean, which I keep those closed all day, so right. I think that helps some. Yeah. Because there is air flowing up there a little bit, mm-hmm. but not as much as, right. you know. The other thing I think that uh, I didn't realize would be as much of a problem as it is, is like the layout of the kitchen is just awkward. You know, um, because like if you're doing dishes, it cuts off the only walkway in from from the front door. You have to walk all the way around the stairs right. and everything to do that. And then the uh, counter space is not really functional. You have it's about two feet on one side <laughs> of the stove, and then you, you immediately go into one of those L-shaped turns that has the uh, sink over there. And then you have another like three feet on the right end of that, but that three feet is above the dishwasher. So like anything you're doing doesn't have space you know right um so i didn't think it would be that much of an issue but now i'm like i fucking hate this kitchen yeah i did feel like it was going to be an issue but i i think a lot of me just thought oh we can make this work right you know it'll be fine and then it kind of turned into like i don't know i mean (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, like badmouth our kitchen, but yeah, it, (laughs) (laughs) maybe it can't hear me if I whisper. Right. And Uh. it's not that, you know, it it wouldn't be so bad, but like when you look at today's, you know, stuff versus the seventies, you know, you didn't have as much stuff as we do now. Like we have the kitchen. Well, and we use it all. I mean, right. You know, that's the thing is, you know, we were talking about this earlier, we have a lot of stuff, but it all generally gets used. I mean, right. we don't have a lot of stuff except for all the stuff that's in the garage. That <laughs> <laughs> Still not unpacked. <laughs> that doesn't get used, you know. Um, I mean, I know it. I know it really drives you crazy how much stuff I kind of hold on to. Yeah, because you're a hoarder. Yeah, um, almost. But it, 
it's it's always you know it's stuff that gets used i mean there's not a lot of stuff that's just like right you know yeah and it's not that i hiding it's not that i'm like anti-stuff i'm just anti-stuff that never gets moved like i moved boxes um, from the Arkansas house to here that had never been opened. Yeah. That we packed whenever we lived in Well, but I think some of those are like photos and, you know, things like that. Sure. And I mean, maybe some of those we just need to put on the wall. We haven't put anything on the walls yet here. Yeah. Because you've been gone in training right. or at work and I'm that the only could... person that knows how to do it. That could all be... <laughs> well, and it's hard for me to do that stuff, you know, with no, 100%, three kids. No, 100%. thousand percent. I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm struggling to just do dishes. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Like, that's the thing. Like, I come in, come home, and like, I'm swamped with children, you know, and you actually have free time. So the only time you get to do things is whenever I show up and the babies and are all like, Daddy! And I yeah, get but I mean, murdered. by then it's either like I'm cooking dinner or mm-hmm. <laughs> trying yeah. to catch up, you know, some of the dishes from the day. Or, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I get to spend any time with our children. And I've been trying a lot harder this week to do that sure um but you know i i don't know i'm i'm really gonna try to start working on a it's a good rhythm. idea it's a good idea <laughs> you know and I that's think a different podcast it is that's a different <laughs> podcast but i was gonna say you know i think the uh couple of the nice things about how this house is laid out um you know is that even though it's it's a smaller sized house, generally speaking. Yeah, it's actually smaller square footage wise than yeah. either of our other homes were. You know, it's easier to keep track. And it has an though. extra bedroom. Right. It's easier to keep track here because they are either on the bottom level or they're upstairs, but you can pretty much hear everything that's happening all the time in the house. For sure. So it's not really as bad, you know, because if they were playing in the other house, like it was, it, even though they were in, li- I, you know, uh, line of sight, it was still, they were pretty far away. Right. You know, and that's the one thing I'd say I do like is that, you know, you constantly know everybody is at, which is which is a good thing. Quit yeah. scratching. I can't help it. I'm still itching. <laughs> so uh, my advice to anybody that is searching for houses and trying to go into that entire, uh, you know, maybe it be a first time buyer. Or maybe, you know, tenured, um, you know, definitely research your builders if you're going to be building new. And I say research not with their words. Look online. See if you can get feedback. If you can't find them online, to me, that would probably be the first red flag thrown. Like, we had a struggle finding our second builder online at all. Like, they didn't even have a site. Um, right. And so, like, if they don't have reviews, if they don't have all of that, expect it to probably be crap, um, just realistically. And then if you look at an older house and all of that, you know, plan early on for, you know, uh, things that aren't updated or, you know, things that you're going to want to change and um, don't expect it to be the perfect house because it's older. You know, we were looking at it because it was a great price range and locationally speaking, it's perfect for what we want to do right next to a big park and all kinds of cool stuff. So like, you know, we chose this house because of location and, uh, you know, and I still love the location. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I love being in town previously in Arkansas. We were in a town that was 20 minutes from any like major suburbs. And Vanessa found out she is not a country girl and we weren't even in the country. You know, I think if we would have had like, a small homestead kind of thing going on, it would have been okay. Sure. But 
being so far away from yeah. shopping and everything with tiny kids is just so hard. Right. Now, I don't think we would have had any real difference, though, because, like, you know, there there's the idea of what we want to do and mm-hmm. then kind of the reality of what we can do. Right. Homesteading is not a reality for us right now because I have to work too much and right. you have tiny, tiny children to I take know. care of. Yeah, so, I know. I'm struggling to even get my second summer planting, like, ready yeah, to go. I yeah. Mean, it's just, just because, I, you know, really top priority is removing the poison ivy, and I can't even get out there to do that right now. Right. Although maybe maybe I can try tomorrow. <laughs> so I think the uh, the big thing there is, you know, you can go into it with a plan of things that, oh, we can do this. Yes. Expect life to screw that up. Yes. So, yes, for sure. So I know this podcast wasn't as uh, bright and shiny as the previous uh, couple because, you know, that that's a whole lot of stuff going on. But we really wanted to talk about the uh, journey of house buying and... You know, kind of, it, even though it's a mundane, you know, theory of, of doing things, um, this was the one we were like, you know what, we've had, you know, three houses, we have a little bit of advice to pay attention to, and I think that, uh, you know, the, the simple, simple little steps of researching your people and really getting a feel for it, really mm-hmm. what matter. I don't know, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Well, and then, you know, the th- other thing that stands out to me about our house hunting mm-hmm is how well we work together on house hunting. <laughs> I just go, yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> well, but, you know, a lot of things, there were a lot of things that, especially when we were designing the house, mm. I remember there were a lot of things that you had that were hard yeses and hard noes, mm-hmm. and same for me, and the other person didn't really have an opinion on on any of those. Right. It was like, oh, okay, that's a hard no for you. Okay, cool. I don't really care yeah, about don't it. Care. Yeah. And same for the hard yeses. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that was really cool that we are able to agree on how stuff so well. Mm-hmm. Now, the moving process is really hard. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. So. I hear it's hard on everybody. But, I mean, I think we kind of want to kill each other when we move. Well, it's So, I think the next house that we ever, if we ever move again, which I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. I think that we should just trash everything here and just buy all new stuff. Agreed. <laughs> I tried to get you to do that last time. Move everything. <laughs> I 100% tried to get you to do that already once. What? Yeah. I'm going to throw this out. No, we can't throw that out. Well, I mean, I, I want to keep it in a box in the garage I mean, for the next decade. Shut up. Stop it. It's <laughs> the way that is. I mean, I don't know that it's financially responsible to do that, but it would be so much easier to just like, okay, I'm going to go have a big shopping trip and replace all of the items in my house. I don't think it has anything to do with that, though. Like, it's that's the best time to declutter. And like, you you find stuff and you're like, oh, we've never used this or, oh, it's still in a box or whatever. So like, if it's still in a box that hadn't been moved, like you moved it from one house to the other, if it's not like sentimental pictures, which I agree with, if it's like, you know, I'm not even sure what's in that box. Cool. Toss it. Don't even, don't <laughs> open it. Throw the bitch away. Uh, don't open it. You don't need it, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, all right. Well, with that, uh, my happy behind is going to be going to uh, bed because I've got another long day tomorrow, followed by helping move stuff out of my grandmother's house, followed by a really long weekend. Um, and then sometime next week is your birthday, so. Yeah, Tuesday. hmm So, 
<laughs> that might be our only day to podcast again. Yeah, might be. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for listening. If you got through this entire one, I know, like I said, it's not the most uh, enticing, fun one as uh, as you'll ever hear, but it is a uh, good topic that we wanted to get down on on what we remember about doing things. So, yeah. Um, once again, my name is Brandon Hines, and across from me, Vanessa Hines. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much. And uh, have you guys uh, a good night. <laughs>